Hello, and thank you for joining me again for another podcast, another episode. I'm Lana Lynn Marino from journeystowellness.co.uk. And today I'm talking about the ego and the inner peace isn't related to our outer circumstances. And this comes from a daily meditation book that I read on the course, Practicing for the Course. And it's by Karen Casey. And the Course of Miracles, which I spent a month in Costa Rica um, under the um, privileges of being with a group of people that really taught me so much about my ego. And when I first arrived at this healing center back in 2008, I was blown away by the fact that, first of all, it was in the middle of a jungle and there was nothing there. We had no contact to the outside world, no telephone, no television, none of the mod cons that keep us in our comfort zone. But my friend was working there and she'd invited me over and I was living in Mexico at the time. So it was a journey and an adventure to travel from Mexico and fly into Costa Rica, which was just a wonderland and a month was not long enough. But anyway, I arrived and I spent a month in this amazing healing center. And uh, you can check it out, Choose Again. If you put in Choose Again, then the details will come up for their center in Costa Rica. But that journey for me as a individual learning over four weeks to let go, to be stripped bare of everything that I thought I was, was the start, I would say, of another journey. One that I'd never expected and one certainly that I knew when I left, my life had changed. I knew that I was going to break up with my then husband. I knew that um, I was going to live life on my terms and through the spirit of my truth. But it was a hard letting go. And when we talk about inner peace, which isn't related to outer circumstances, I'm just going to read you something here that uh, is for today's meditation. So typically, whatever series of events occurs or is expected to occur over the next few hours of the day influences how we'll feel about ourselves, about the men and women joining us today, about the potential for a successful outcome regardless of the endeavor. It seems not only reasonable, but tactic to plan accordingly. After all, don't causes have their effects? Not so, says Jesus, in the course. They are one. Whatever is happening on the material plane has no authentic connection to the inner spiritual plane. The ego may tie them together momentarily, but then we're no longer reflecting the spirit's point of view. The ego is calling the shots. It's a wonderful piece of news that no matter how dire the circumstance, we can find, we can function unruffled. It's possible to master this approach to life. Perhaps it's our assignment to be the way shower. I am peaceful. I am as peaceful as I want to be today nothing that happens as to interfere with this and i think that's a lovely quote i am as peaceful as i want to be today nothing that happens has to interfere with this <clears throat> so it brings me to 
<clears throat> the understanding that um, the ego knows no truth. So where do we find the truth? Well, many think that they, they have it. Most would not knowingly steer us wrong. However, the only certainty we have of getting the truth, truth is if we ask the single source that knows truth, and that is for whatever that means to us, that Holy Spirit within. We can access the guidance of the Holy Spirit if we quiet ourselves and listen. We must be still and patient. The ego, the loud one, will hear ever so quickly. Is seldom the right one, and listening takes practice. The ego wants my attention every minute. I can ignore it if I want to. I can ignore it today, and I can seek the truth instead. So what does the truth mean to you? Just for a moment, just, just make that a short meditation for you. What does the truth mean to me? Whatever your truth is, whatever has come up for you, try not to analyze it. When we start to analyze things and break things down, we're separating from the spiritual self. We're separating from our own truth. And this is one thing that I've learned that the ego likes to do. It likes to make you believe that you are needed. It, makes, it tries to make us believe that we have to be important. We have to reach a certain status before we can be accepted. When we start to listen to our inner truth, we start to listen to the quiet within us, then we know that we're, we're getting somewhere. I think the hardest thing for most people is to know that one day we're going to physically die. And that fear, that fear of immortality, is kept alive by our insistency to be connected to the material world. If I'm connected to the material world, then I have evidence that today I'm alive, today I'm doing something. If we're kept connected to the material world in a, a way that keeps us also connected to our inner truth, changing direction, changing our routine maybe, all that helps to bring us into balance. And as we know, as we've spoken in the past, once we're in balance, then through the chakra system, we start to really connect to the world on every seven, every seven levels. And that is through our physical self, our emotional, our mental, our heart self, our causal states where the inner truth of our voice is heard, the state of our consciousness where we start to see through the spiritual eye, we start to connect through the soul's journey. We start to understand that life brings us into a complete connection with everything around us. When we connect to the upper chakra, the crown chakra and beyond, we can't stay there completely. We have to make sure that life will bring us everything that we need to see and feel and understand. And this is something about the, in the integration of bringing heaven down to earth. 
the ego taught me in 2008 that um, I was hanging on for dear life. It taught me that I was praying and hoping that my marriage wouldn't end. And um, I love my husband so much. One thing that I realized when we were breaking up was I didn't love me enough. I hadn't given myself enough time. As much as I'd done a lot of work on myself from the, the onset of my spiritual, spiritual journey in 1987, I hadn't le learned to love me enough. And I think once you start to learn how to love you, then you start to open up to receiving the gifts of our spiritual hearing. We start to listen to the intuitive voice. We start to love everything in the world. And does that come from maturity? Does it come from us getting physically older? Now, that's a question that I'm still curious to understand because now I, here I am in my 60s. Did I think like this in my 40s? I think I did, but it was at a very, very shallow level because my physical body was giving me the ability to still move around in the material world and to be able to make these choices. I've become less confident in traveling, um, especially since COVID-19. I've become less confident in traveling the world. I've become less confident, less, less confident in kind of letting go. But there's more confidence that I have in spiritually knowing that I am fine, nothing is wrong. My ego is there and I've learned to love my ego. I've learned to listen to it. I've learned to understand that when I want to put that rambling post up on Facebook, it's not coming from my spirit. And sometimes I wake up and I think, oh my gosh, you know, should I have said that? Should I have put that? So it kind of takes me back into kind of questioning myself and then starting to break down and understand my truth. Was that my own truth or was it the truth of the life I'm serving to my, to my material world and to the fearful part of me that never dies? Our fearful part never dies. But we can choose, as The Course in Miracles tells us, to live in peace or to live in fear. But one thing that we can't do is to live in both. I think I mentioned in um, a couple of episodes ago that I've got a little doggy, Teddy. And here we are a month later down the road and Teddy has brought me so much joy. I can't believe how different my life feels. It seems like, first of all, I don't have time for myself and that can be a contradiction because my past would have been to get up, take care of me, and do everything that I want to do for me. And that's my meditation, clearing my space, clearing my head, and looking at my, my day ahead and how I want it to turn out. Now with Teddy popping up, <coughs> with Teddy popping up, what has happened is I have to 
think about another being before I think about myself. And that's not a bad thing. Um, my partner, he still gets my attention, but it seems like Teddy seems to be getting more of my attention. And I've come to realize that I am responsible for one of God's creatures. And this creature, this, this little bundle of joy, has come into my life and I'm here to look after him. So each day my ego pulls me one way, um, maybe to do the washing up, maybe to sort the house out. Um, and I have to think about, you know, this little bundle that needs my attention. So yes, life has changed. And I find myself in my meditation really connecting to this bundle that sits in my lap that requires me to give him so much attention, so much love. Something struck me today as I was doing this. And what struck me was the fact that um, it's something that I wanted to do by connecting to my little baby boy, my, my little dog, I'm actually giving a gift to myself. It's almost like I feel Teddy in my heart, so strong that it forces me to, to be in my upper centers straight away. Because usually I start by, by grounding myself and I'll work from the base all the way up to the seventh. But, you know, today it struck me that no, when you feel unconditional love, you start at that heart level. That heart level is where unconditional love, as we know, is held. So my heart opens, my heart expands. I look at my little dog and the unconditional love just melts me. From Caroline Mice's book, which I'm um, sharing with you, The Anatomy of the Spirit, the seven stages of power and healing and again if you get a chance to buy this this book I've had it for many years and it's been a big part of my life and on page 173 enhancing inner power she goes on to say we reorder our lives when we choose spirit over the illusions of physical circumstances with each choice we make we either become more involved in the illusionary world the illusionary physical world or we invest energy into the power of spirit. Each of the seven chakras represents a different version or manifestation of this one essential lesson. Each time we choose to enhance our internal power, we limit the authority of the physical world over our lives, bodies, health, minds and spirits. From an energy point of view, every choice that enhances our spirit strengthens our energy field. And the stronger our energy field, the fewer our connections to negative people and experiences. And I love that because just going back on what I was saying and connecting to um, one of God's creatures, one of nature's um, prophets, what we do is we bring to life the moment we bring to life the moment and we enhance the power within us sometimes it's hard when we're living in a place where 
we might have a, a negative family influence. We might be um, unable to have that moment of inner peace. And to, to people that really struggle, wherever you are in the world, to separate from the illusionary world, the physical world, that can sometimes bring a lot of pain. What I would say to you is, even in a moment, even in just one moment, that enhanced inner power can be charged up just by stay, saying to yourself, my peace today is God's offering. It's a mantra that I use daily. It's a mantra that came to me in a meditation. And when I talk about my peace is God's offering, whatever God means to you, um, the offering that is being bestowed upon us is when we can make that choice, that positive choice to separate from the chaos within us and the chaos outside of us. I was in a park yesterday with Teddy and um, I watched a lady walk past and it looked like she was with her grandchild but it was a very warm evening and she had on a very short skirt and very open dress. Um, so she was exposing most of her body and what I noticed was she was a self-harmer and when I looked at all the scars on her arms and the scars around her legs it took me to a place of feeling that pain straight away and I could connect to her pain and this is how strong energy is within us when we can look at something that reflects our pain or our past we have a moment we have a choice to either accept that as a gift or to accept it as pain from our past that we don't want to look at our ego will always make us believe that we have to look at the past the past is tied into who we are today the past will bring us our freedom the past will bring us our redemption I looked at this lady and I felt so much love for her because I could see that through all the cutting and these these cuts were especially on her legs you could see that um, they'd happened a long time ago and as I said she had a grand it looked like her grandchild so this was a grown woman and I could just kind of for a moment see her younger years and I had this vision of her in her younger years and so much pain and locked in this small space where she had nowhere to go with her pain and if only we no matter how big no matter how small the space is externally but if only we could expand our space within us if we could enhance that inner power and start to learn how to enhance the external world to meet our internal world if we're walking through the park if we're walking in nature, if we're in the beach, if we're in the water swimming and the ocean looks so far away, it can bring us to a place of actually really getting in touch with, with the moment. In that moment, we're not so attached to the ego because we're more in touch with the peace. So yes, peace is God's offering to me. And our offering is something that we can choose to accept 
or we can choose to see from a distance I'm not good enough to be at peace something's going to happen something's around the corner I've experienced this before I can't trust this man or this woman I can't trust this experience to let go of all that doubting and self-criticism and self-judgment what does it bring us I want to read um, again from my daily meditation and that is everything is simple in the real world considering how daunting and painful some of our experiences are we wonder why we remain here rather than returning to the real world even more we wonder why we came here at all there is an explanation we are here because in one tiny mad moment the ego saw its chance for power and split off from God. It has fought to maintain its control ever since. However, God didn't forsake us. When the imagined separation occurred, the Holy Spirit within us, whatever that means to you, became our companion to smooth our journey and to guide us back to the real world when we are ready. What's taken us so long, we ask? Well, the truth is that we can go to the real world whenever we want. It's not a place of bricks and mortar. We don't need to travel. We don't need travel plans to get there. The decision to express and receive only love from all our compatriots transports us to the real world in an instant. There is no strife there. Peace and joy are permanent residence. We can remain quote unquote there too. So just to finish, um, my attitude is all that keeps me from the peace of the real world. I can make the trip there today in an instant. And I think that's nice to finish on with this episode. I offer you peace, I offer you love, and I pray that your day today is going to be a good one. Teddy wasn't very well yesterday and I was quite worried throughout the night. I kept waking up thinking, what have I done? Am I responsible for his demise? Is he going to die? And I had to wake up and just really think on that and just offer him my peace to Teddy to let him know that I love him and I'm here for him and that any healing that he needs will come. And I had to trust that. I think he's just been, he's in that scrounger snooping stage. <laughs> he's four months, so he's, he's going everywhere and kind of putting everything in his mouth. And he didn't eat. He didn't drink and um, I thought of all the things you know I took him out in the sun and oh my god it was my fault he was sick yesterday but thank goodness I woke up and Teddy was a bundle of joy and he's here with me today so on that note you take care have a great day and remember if you want to send me a message you can go to anchor.fm slash Lynn um, Marino um, my Facebook is Wellness Journeys. My Twitter is Wellness Journeys. My Instagram is what is Journeys to Wellness, and that's the number two. But you can also, um, yeah, send me a message, get in touch with me anywhere, anyhow. My website is Wellness Journeys, wellnessjourneys.co.uk. Um, you can email me on 
wellness lana at wellnessjourneys.co.uk there's a mouthful and i'm not very i'm not very good with all the um with all the platforms that i have to read out but anyway oh and there's another one my youtube channel so you can go there but take take care of a great day and remember that life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful take care and have a great day